As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to the Saint Happy Hour podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. They'd get his. I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. You get two podcasts this week. You got Drunk History, Katrina Edition. That just went up 10 minutes ago. Me and Dave reliving the Katrina season. Hug Paul Tagliabue if you see him. Uh, as always, we are sponsored by you, the fan. All right. Um, the Saints had a draft. It was kind of bipolar. They uh, did. Well, I feel like we need to celebrate that Kevin's not Ke- leaving. Kevin us. is not leaving. Wait a minute. He's, the, he's leaving, I'm the not sa- leaving the podcast. I'm not leaving the podcast. I'm just not watching the or game. really following the team this year. So it's just like the preseason, just a, a full pre- season, a full Wait, season. Of well, that. So you're basically just relegated to jokes only, which is what you were already doing. Yes, right. But it, but it's like I'm not watching the games at all. So I'm, I'm really, like, it's, it's gonna I'm really just going to sit on the, sit on the bench and just kind of like come in and try and say one funny thing and then it'll miss. And then I'll just be like, all right, well, uh, I'm going to go back to but, the bench. But, but you're still, you're going to watch as soon as Peterson's gone, right? You're back in. Yes. When, when Peterson is no longer drawing a check, I'm back in. So like, okay. So a worst case scenario, worst case scenario, I feel like. I, he's probably going to last a year. Maybe. He might not even. He yeah. might He might be. I mean, there's a chance that, I mean, I would say there's a 15% chance that it's a Champ Bailey situation and the Saints oh, just, yeah. just set $3.5 million on fire, which would make Kevin ecstatic because he would get to watch the games and he would get to make fun of the Saints for lighting $3 million on fire. Is that not correct, Kevin? Oh yeah, I mean, let, yeah, listen. I told you so. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, basically. so, so Kevin, you could, hired, you could have hired a guy off the street that didn't beat his kid with a stick. And and by the way, Kevin, still, we got Kevin's next up in the rotation for Drunk History, and, and I'm really looking forward to that because that podcast might not, it might barely function with me and Kevin just yelling and screaming at each other. So the Saints, yeah, had, got a brand new bottle of Woodford Reserve for it. <laughs> the Saints did the draft. Um, Andrew or Dave, I'm going to start with you. The Saints were were like 
this close to having the darkest, most horrible draft ever. They were this close to drafting Patrick Mahomes at 11 and Remchek at 32, which would have been the polar opposite of YOLO. That would have been the white flag. We don't give a shit about 2017 draft because they'd be drafting the quarterback for the future and the offensive tackle for the future. Um, so with that in mind, as you backed up, that that was the potential draft. Does that make you feel any better about the draft that they actually had? Yeah, well, I mean, it definitely, it definitely mm-hmm. makes me feel better about the draft they actually had. I also heard, I thought on WWL on the way over to my store here, that uh, that they had also made a call. They were going to try to get Ruben uh, Foster. What, yeah. Ruben Foster. No, it was done. It was done. It was like they were on the phone. Yeah. They're like, they're like, dude, we're gonna, we're picking you because they didn't they didn't think. That um, who was picking in front of them? Seattle. They didn't think trade. They didn't think Seattle would trade. They knew. I think they knew San Francisco wanted wanted him, but they didn't think that Seattle would do a deal in the division to help San Francisco, which kind of makes sense. But so I mean, that makes me you know that makes me feel good you know because because that's obviously the move we all wanted to see see them make, Um, but. uh, but then also we learn about Patrick Mahomes and it's just like, wait, what? what? Oh, it's like, Patrick. what the, what are, so, you know. He's a gunslinger. <laughs> it's just weird. A- it's just like, how could you be, how could you be on both ends of that, of that spectrum as far as who you're potentially drafting? I mean, I mean, do you think that you need a, do you think you need to draft your next franchise quarterback or don't you? I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't well, know. Yeah. But I mean, weird. a lot of times, a lot of times. Kevin, teams get weird about quarterbacks. Like, like teams will be like, "We need a quarterback very bad," but they like, they're like a guy in high school that only wants to date the one girl, and if they can't have the one girl, they don't want anybody. They teams get weird with quarterbacks. So, like the Saints kind of like locked in on Mahomes, and if they couldn't get Mahomes, they didn't want fucking anybody. Is that is that a- well? I guess I'm glad that they locked on Mahomes then, because otherwise <laughs> they might have just like picked up some random guy too soon. And and they wouldn't have gotten the uh, they wouldn't have gotten the potential help that they did uh, up up top with the two picks. Well, Kevin, I wanted oh. I wanted Brad Kaya from Miami because his mom is by is, is Felicia from Friday, and uh, oh, you, you had and, me going there for a second. You said bye. Yeah, but it was well. We could have just done. We could have just. You could have just done by Felicia jokes all year, and since you're not going to actually watch the games, that would have been a real benefit to you. Right. I could have just chimed in with that, and that would have been my contribution. So, Andrew, this draft. Before we get to spe- to the specifics of it, did they really need to give up a second round pick to get Kamara, or do you think they could have waited nine picks? Like did, that. That seemed like a panic YOLO move. To me, like, yeah. Um, I mean, who knows, right? I, I definitely think he's a good player. I mean, he was on my radar. I thought he would go in the second round, so I was surprised that he dropped to the third. And um, you know, I, I think there can was he a fit? vision. It, I hear he can fit like McCaffrey. You know, it's like, oh, well, we didn't get McCaffrey, but you know, I think they kind of had that similar vision for him. And and I think Peyton just got so excited about, <laughs> man, this guy could be in my offense that. You know, you reach a point where he falls low enough that you're like, okay, we we gotta go get him. Do you now think, we, Kevin? Do you think because Jeff Ireland always tries to talk him out of trading down? Do you sit? Do you think they? Stop, like, you mean? Uh, yeah, he, he tries to talk him out of trading up. Do you think 
when they're gonna trade up, like Mickey Loomis and 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 Sean Payton, like wink at each other? And do they do they send Jeff Ireland on like a Starbucks run, or do they just like flat out tie him up in like a broom closet? I think they choke him out. <laughs> yeah, I think they. I think uh, Sean still has some of those uh, pill bottles from Joe Vitt's uh, cabinet and <laughs> slips it into, it slips it into uh, Jeffrey's coffee. And yep. Jeffrey kind of has to make a quick trip to the, to the bathroom. And while he's there, they're just like, all right, quick, get on the phone with the 49ers <laughs> about something. And then suddenly it's like, oh, wait, damn it, the Bears, they, they embarrassed themselves before we had the chance to. So Totally off. Totally off. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I I picture I picture one of those like ceiling fans and in the room and like a, a miniature like a dwarf Swahili tribal guy is like hanging from above it, above it and he has this tranquilizing dart and <laughs> it's he, like and it, he just, you know no. he's got the little tube and he just shoots it out of his I, mouth and it, it, it hits Ireland in the neck and he passes it, out like, all right I, do it trade up Ireland Ireland is B A Baracus from the A team. But B.A. Baracus couldn't fly, but Ireland can't trade up. So they have to drug Ireland to do the trade up. So I think, I think that's the comparison. Um, Andrew, should we be happy or mad that they didn't get Reuben Foster? Yeah, that's a tough one for me. Uh, I definitely have mixed feelings. Um, at 32, when it got to that point um, – it's funny. I was actually looking at the board that I had compiled, and the top three guys I had were Ruben Foster, uh, Ramchek, and Cam Robinson. So I had Foster and then two tackles. And so I, I was kind of at a point where I was just like, "Man, you know what? Take Foster." And I didn't want Foster. I would stay far away from that guy. You know, there's too many red flags, but. And when he fell to 32, you know, so at some point the talent supersedes, you know, the risk. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I had talked myself into being like, okay, I can envision this guy on the Saints and getting excited about it. So, I mean, part of me was bummed, but I'm hoping it ends up being a blessing in disguise. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, Dave, um, I know we say red flags are bad, but this guy they got from Miami, Muhammad, uh, he was in a luxury car scandal which is a pretty is a Your pretty like that one is a pretty 
and my wife did too because the Astros just went ahead of the Rangers. My wife. My wife. So, my wife. But, a, but, a, but a luxury See, car. Kevin, you're still good for that. We can't yeah. have you leave. <laughs> illicit, illicit. Yeah, you're the last my wife guy. Illicit car payments uh, in a luxury car scandal. That's a pretty, co- a pretty cool uh, red flag, is it not? Yeah, yeah, because he might be able to get you a sweet deal on a Lambo. <laughs> um. By the way, how amazing was it that on our live draft show, Lorenzo called in and requested a My Wife? Yeah, it was. I might have to use that as the new I mean, That's like an all-time moment in podcast history it for is. us. And that honestly. podcast, you were right, Andrew. I did listen back. It was kind of a train wreck, but it was still awesome. I still loved it. And thanks to the, thanks to the 500 people that listened to that live podcast that was off the rails from 10 seconds in. But, uh, I mean, uh, this guy, Muhammad, like, he, he got in a luxury car scandal. He punched a student. Um, oh, nice. And did, and well, did, who has, what football player hasn't punched a student? I and mean, he didn't on. play at all. In was the student male at least? Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, good. So, I mean <laughs> – was he trying to sell the student movie credits? <laughs> Was the student his son? <laughs> well, I mean... Because Kevin would have a big problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> if, this, if it wasn't a relative. Um, the, Andrew, this dude, have you, like, he, I didn't, I mean, granted, me and you were having mock draft withdrawals. Probably I was today. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, he wasn't even on my radar of like not that i watched the film like you did but i at least like knew the names of a lot of guys like i i was like who the fuck is this guy yeah no i'm not gonna lie i mean and and i was i've been researching it for months i mean since january and uh yeah i I, he was not on my radar at all um a good combine though i went back and looked at his numbers um and i watched his combine like there's a clip that you can watch on youtube of him doing the drills and I have to say, like, that's clearly what got him drafted because, <laughs> my God, does he move well. I mean, his his balance, his shiftiness for a defensive end is incredible. He looks like a linebacker. Kevin, I placed a bet in Vegas that uh, Anzalone would be the next. Anal, anal, zone. A, anal, zone. anal zone. Anal zone would be the next tombstone in the graveyard of dead Saints linebackers. Um, I, I had to pay, I had to pay, uh, a hundred to win 50. Cause that's how much of a block Vegas thinks he is to be another tombstone in the graveyard. Will he be on the team in 2018? No, <laughs> he is might he, be on IR. Does I'm that count? surprised you even got that bet in because when I tried <laughs> to make the phone call, Vegas told me it had been pulled. <laughs> it pulled. I mean, uh, Andrew, better or worse? Does being on IR count as being on the team? It does. If he can be on IR. If he's collecting a check in 2018. Andrew, is he going to be better than Ronald Powell and Kyrie Fort? No. Oh, my God. Uh, No. I really don't think so. I I I think he'll get hurt. I mean, the dude gets hurt. That's what he does. (laughs) He's got beautiful hair, though. Uh, Dave, the one thing I took out of this draft, and and I will say, is that uh, I feel a a lot better about the offense even though they lost Brandon Cook because I feel like with Remchek 
They have they go like seven deep, so they can absorb a couple injuries at offensive line and still be okay. And they have Kamara, which he'll be fun. He'll be a third down, and if he doesn't fumble punt, he might even we might even have competency at punt returning, which is very exciting. Uh, so, I mean, do you am am I wrong to feel as good about the offense as I do post draft? No, um, you know, first of all, this is Sean Payton, and his offenses are always awesome. So, I mean. Regardless of what happens, I think you've always got to give them the benefit of the doubt and always expect them to be a top five offense. Um, you know, they always make it work. Mo- most of that is because Drew Brees is so goddamn awesome. Um, <laughs> I really think but, they're uh, going to be better without Cooks. Really? You're, well, can Dave, finish up your thought, and I want to get to that because you, you have an interesting theory about Brandon Cooks. Well, I mean, I just, you know, I, I think – I. I it's not a sexy pick. The Ram chick pick is not a sexy pick, especially not in the first round uh, at 32nd. I called um, it though. That was easy. That was easy. Like, when and, he- uh, but I, I think, you know, it's, it's just, it's a smart move. It, it gives them a depth. Streif is, I, I thought Streif was going to retire at the end of this year. I really cannot believe he's playing another season. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah. think that this has got to be his last season. So, uh, I feel like Saints fans have been pretty good about that. Like, I, I feel like most people most. on Twitter are not losing it about Ram check. Like I've, I feel like most fans have understood how big of a need tackle is. They, I, my family members had all lost it, and then I was like, you know, Zach Streif is really old. And they're like, oh yeah, that's right, and they and they like get it. But Andrew, you I feel like people understand that Andres Pete can't go over there. Yeah, like, he can't play on the right side. So like, if something happens to Streif, and and he's at high risk, they they have no one. They have nothing. Yeah. No, the they have, that, like, fills Tony a Hill. Tony Hills is waiting for the call. I mean, stop it. <laughs> um, so, Andrew, I want to get into your th- theory of Brandon Cooks in just a second, but I bought the crazy Irish guy, Cian Faye. I bought his quarterback catalog for like ten bucks on the internet, and he had a section of Drew Brees about he thinks that Drew Brees has a dead arm. And he's an arm truther. And, and I sent it to Andrew, and you read it. And you kind of agreed with him, but not really. I think his theory is kind of bogus because he didn't include the San Diego game where Drew Brees was kind of terrible and his arm looked totally shot in the beginning of the year. He used mm-hmm. examples at the end of the year. Tell me what you thought of that, and then get into your why you think the Saints will be better without Brandon Cooks. Well, it's funny because if you read his article, he, he kind of picks one play as exhibit A of why Brees is so great. And it was a touch pass down the field to Kobe Fleener in the last game of the season against the Falcons. So he picks that play to kind of il- illustrate, you know, as a microcosm of how great Breeze is. Uh, but then he goes on to say how awful he was in the last five games of the year. <laughs> so, yeah. so the one play he picks was in that stretch. But um, yeah, I mean, I think he basically said as the season wore on, Breeze's arm was shot and His it got arm was shot. <laughs> and and he, he points to stats to you know solidify his point and and uh, you know I, I mean we all saw it I, I don't think Breeze was as sharp at the end of the year as he was earlier in the season and you know I think when you the the hits kind of build up and at his age if he's getting hit a lot um, it, it adds up but the thing of, about the end of the year I think part of it's maybe the hits and just health and and arm strength but I also think. You know, the one receiving back he really had, and Ingram was kind of a, a safety valve, but the one guy that was kind of a matchup guy was Cadet. And I, Cadet. I know, I, I think we can all agree Fuck. that Cadet is, is just a guy. And, 
it, it's one of those things where I just feel like Cooks is not a guy that gets open very quickly. Um, and Breeze is it's all about timing and getting the ball out fast. And it just that doesn't play into what Cooks does well. And I think Cooks, I've said this many times, would work well like Antonio Brown. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger has turned that guy into a star because Roethlisberger can break tackles, he can buy time, and he can let a play develop. Rodgers can do that too. I think Cooks would be a great player with those guys. Cooks, you know, if he gets pressed by a bigger corner, he's not getting open. And when Breeze is feeling the pressure and the stress of trying to get him as targets because he's bitching like crazy, and and it's not really working because Cooks isn't getting open fast enough and Breeze wants the ball out, I, I just think Kamara is going to help Breeze a lot more because he's going to be one-on-one with the linebacker. He's going to get open quickly, and boom, the ball's going to be out, and Breeze can make a quick throw where he doesn't have to use a ton of arm strength. It's going to help him avoid a lot of hits. It's going to help avoid a lot of sacks. Um, And then on top of that, you you give him AP as a backup to Ingram. I think Sean Payton's going to have to commit to the run a little bit more. And the line has just gotten so much more solid with Warford in there and Ramchek as a backup. So I just think this offense feels like it's protecting Breeze a lot more. And even with Cooks out of there, um, and and that's not to – now, Cooks had a tremendous value in this offense, and he was a great player. But I just feel like right now, with the assets they've added, it's built to protect him a little better, and I think he's going to play better with these pieces. Kevin, two questions. First, uh, uh, Kumara, fifth, more than 50 catches, less than 50 catches. But more importantly, I bought this oh, less. I, less. I, I bought this Irish guy's Yahoo's quarterback catalog, and I didn't get a Guinness. Should I demand a refund? Uh, you should have at least gotten an Irish blessing out of it. Well, we need Irish uh, Kevin to respond here. I mean, yeah, we do. Only natural. Okay, uh, I tell you what. Do me a favor and repeat the question. I'll go get. Uh, I'll go get him while so you're asking. So I the bought this Irish wanker guy's quarterback catalog via the PayPal, and I didn't get a Guinness. Should I ask for a refund? I feel like I should. And and what was what was the fella's name that gave you this uh, that sold you on this deal? Sian Fahey, is that Irish? That sounds pretty Irish. Sian Fahey, I, I tell you, did he? He didn't give you a coupon for 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 Achilles at least. No, <gasps> no, he didn't give me a coupon for Achilles. Did he not? Did he not include a a, a card of some sort? He, he he wrote out a personal. He gave a me personal a personal lyric, some sort of a message of some sort. He gave me a. He gave me a. Some, 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 his holy father himself. He gave me a Groupon for Lucky Charms. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. This man, ought to be, this man ought to have all of his copies of Father Ted on Blu-ray taken from him. I know this is weird, but whenever Irish Kevin shows up, I think of Irish Kevin as a man of the cloth and, and, and a priest. I don't know why that is. But that's really weird. Well, he's well, that's certain- why I alluded to Father Ted. <laughs> he's certainly wearing a kilt. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, and, uh, it's just dangling. <laughs> Andrew, uh, today I had to edit a lot of audio for work. So while I was editing the audio on my second monitor, I had YouTube open and I was watching Marcus Williams clips. And I wasn't that excited mm-hmm. about him during the draft. But today when I was watching the clips, I got really excited. Like – 
if Why are you I, doing this to yourself? Because I want to get excited, and I got really mean email today saying that I have a negative spirit, and and uh, uh, are you talking about Trey Hendrickson? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about Marcus Williams' safety. Oh, I thought you said Willis. No, the, I'm talking about Marcus. I'm talking Kansas about. I was, I was talking about Marcus. <laughs> I was like, Williams. why are you watching prospects you didn't get, man? No, I was watching Marcus Williams, and I was yeah. getting real excited. And I was like, you know, I feel like if if him and Lattimore can be above average rookies quickly, that that's what you want out of this. Like those are the two key yeah. guys in the draft. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking about Jordan Willis, but um, yeah, I think with um, with Marcus, I think the only thing with him is he's just a little lean, so it's probably going to take him a little time to bulk up, get in the NFL weight room, and just kind of get him to a place where he can kind of take the hits and all that stuff. But as far as speed, athlete, um, just and he's a former basketball player. He can high point the ball. Um, you know, he's just got in, the instincts that you want in a roaming free safety. I, I think it's a great pick, um, and I'm excited about him. I, I think he can. I, I mean, I, I don't want to put this kind of pressure on him and say like he could be what Jarris Bird wasn't, um, but that's certainly the vision. Like I think when you look at this guy and you see what he can do in center field, system corners dead, and and three safeties is what it is, right? I think so. Yeah. Dave, uh, you know, after the draft, sometimes teams will fish around for like broken down veterans. Uh, if you were the saints, would you sign Tracy Porter? Bring back the legend? Uh, yeah. I mean, just for the hell of it. Why not? I mean, they've been known to do, they've been known to do shit like that. I mean, they brought back Roman Harper last year. That is true. Um, what do you guys think about like, the Meacham return and the Harper return. Like, do you, you guys feel like that tarnished their legacy a little? Uh, for Meacham, I think it did. For Harper, it didn't. I don't think. I thought I thought Harper was a nice story. I thought Jari Evans coming back was a great story. You know, but uh, Meacham, he never really left, though. Yeah, I mean, the, Jari, Jari yeah. Evans, he didn't. My mom, I remember the opening game. I was like, Jari Evans is back, and my mom was like, "What? Jari Evans left? I didn't." My mom. That. My mom. Uh. So, so is anyone opposed to Tracy Porter coming back? I don't, I don't really see why it would hurt, really. I mean, I it's would good. prefer Jason McCourty, who's out there. Um, the thing about Porter is I mean, he just played on one leg all season, and he's, his knee is real banged up. I mean, he had knee problems when he was with the Saints a little bit. So I, I kind of think he's done. Uh, Kevin, do you think uh, – the NFL, if the if this if New Orleans ever got the draft like Philadelphia did, where would they put it? I mean, wouldn't they? That's a good question. Shoot, because uh, I was just thinking that I was thinking, man, that'd be fun if New Orleans got it. But then I was like, where would they put it? They should do it on the could, St. Louis Cathedral, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I could totally see them. Squ- I, I was going to say I could totally see them uh, shoving everybody out of Jackson Square. And just cramming a whole bunch of people in there. Yeah. Well, when That'd they be take, cool. would you go if if they Dave if if they had the the draft in New Orleans, would you go? Yeah, definitely. What if they? I mean, I, I mean, we're of course say, we're of course saying that there would be some fine hors d'oeuvres for you to sample, Dave. <laughs> 
Uh, well, you know me. I'd probably somehow score free tickets, so I would probably definitely go. Do they charge to go to the draft? I don't think they charge. I think you just. You don't show think up. so? I don't think. I think they no, I think you just show up. I think you just show up. I mean, that's why they had like fifty thousand. Maybe, maybe, them. maybe you have to pay to get like select seats or something. Um. Well, if Miller Miller Coors is any type of sponsor, I might have a chance at uh, scoring right. tickets. So I asked a question on the <clears throat> I asked the questions on the Twitters today, and I'll start with you, Andrew. And we can on the Twitters on the Twitters, and we can we can go around the horn. I asked if you could pick one of the Saints injury brigade <laughs> players, like Ellerby and Armstead and Okafor and PJ Williams. And uh, I'm forget. Am I forgetting somebody? Um, Kikaha. Kikaha. If you could pick one of the the perennial injured saints to be healthy all year, and, but you can only pick one, who would you pick? I'd probably pick Okafor, um, just because I desperately want a pass rusher opposite Cam Jordan that that stays healthy and that does okay. So uh, it doesn't really matter to me if it's Okafor, Kikaha, one of those guys, but. Um, I we just can't have a situation where it's Kruger all over again. Dave, who would you uh, or pick? worse? Dave, who would you pick if you could pick one guy to be healthy? What are all the? I mean, who I mean the got? injured Kika, guys. Uh, Kika, I mean, there's a decent, there's know, like, a decent you argument for Ellerby. I mean, he plays. We know he plays well when he's not hurt. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably take. I'd probably say Kikaha. But yeah, I, I agree. With, I, I agree with Andrew. It's all about the pass rush. Just yeah, keep Kevin. somebody healthy. Kika has a good call. I mean, he was so fun to watch his rookie year when he was balling. Kevin, who would you pick? Ball is uh, life. Yo. Me, uh, I answered this on the thing. Hang on a second. That poll got a ton of questions and answers too. Yeah, wait. Where's your? Oh, I voted Armstead. Oh, good call. Oh, yeah, yeah good I vote. I vote. Why I not? Did. Why not protect Breeze? Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't vote like Armstead, that. but somebody on Twitter made a really good point. Armstead's the best player. You want the best player to be healthy. So that and yeah. that Wait, and that, no. that that was I thought that was a really good argument. And even though I voted, that's an argument in favor of Kevin, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, I agree. I that agree. you that you that you want the Armstead's clearly the best player of the bunch. But I voted PJ Williams. And oh, by the way. Jesus, Saints Twitter, they ride hard for P.J. Williams. They don't want to hear about him having no experience or the concussion that looked like he died. They don't want to hear none of it. They just want him to be – he's going to be great, and if you say different, they come at you. I'm just saying. Yeah, P.J. Williams might be – might have the most delusional support that's (laughs) just completely detached from reality and what's happened at this point. Mm-hmm. That from any Saints player I can remember. I mean, he's in Walter Thomas, Anime <laughs> Ojo, Adrian Arrington territory. I, who, Kevin, you you go way back. Who's like the biggest like guy that people just gushed over that just busted? I'm trying to think. I mean, he's PJ Williams is definitely a strong nominee. Nick Toon had that a little bit too. Yeah. Shit. Uh, let's see. I mean, people. It's I mean, like were people high on Al Woods? Ooh, yeah, but Al. he didn't last long enough. Yeah. Like, oh shoot! What about uh, oh? Who's the linebacker that had the uh, that had the the the, the gimmick behind uh, on his neck? Ordano? No, 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 no. The uh, this was a recent guy. 
This was a recent guy. The everybody Cedric was Hodge. No, 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 not Cedric Hodge. This was uh, uh Dan Morgan. Uh Laranitis. No, earlier than Laranitis. Uh, why am I not Did he come from LSU? Did did this guy come from LSU too? I, why can't I remember? I don't know. But I he played. He played for a year, and everybody was like thinking he was going to turn a corner and be like really good. And then he wasn't. Casillas. And no. That might. Hey, nah. Joe Lon Dunbar. No, I think Casillas might have been it. Yeah, Casillas did have the moment in the Super Bowl. Um. So I, I just man, PJ Williams is just it. It just uh, it's just it. I don't know. It's just crazy. It, the 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 riding for PJ. The riding for him. Uh, sorry. So we have some Twitter. Oh, we got to do. We, we, like, gotta, even if he's healthy, we definitely haven't seen enough from that guy to assume that he can play well. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I feel like the assumption is, oh, if he just stays healthy, he's a pro bowler. <laughs> he's like, how many? Like, like, like the, the notion that he could actually be healthy and play and not be any good is preposterous to fans. I, I'm saying that's the worst injury. The wor- is that the worst in- Saints injury? PJ Williams of the last five years. I think I thought he was dead, and I'm like, that's not a jo- like. I was like, oh my god, is he dead? Like that was a- as bad an injury as I think I've seen in the that last scary. Five, years, five years. That was scary. Yeah. Kevin, can you think of a worse Saints injury we've seen besides Sean Payton breaking his leg on the sideline against Tampa? Me. You mean in Saints Courtney history? Roby. Yeah. Cam Cleland in the, in the oh, dorm room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Um, sorry, we got we got Twitter Twitter questions. Uh is is Ass Zone the worst player nickname ever? It's anal zone. And uh get that shit right. Get that shit right, exactly. Uh is it the worst oh my nickname God, ever? That cat. Uh, beats Fumbles Fenerty. Oh yeah. Kevin, please tell me Mike Nolan is some sort of wizard and can whip up a potion to fix Stefan Anthony. Is this possible? That's from Joe. Uh, I think if he shows up to all the meetings in a nice blazer, uh, <laughs> he might be able. I, I, I think Mike Nolan is probably one of those guys who should just be a div- who should just be a coordinator and not a coach. Yeah. So, I, I, I kind of like the guy's ceiling. Uh, so I, <laughs> I got a good not, ceiling. He's got a good ceiling. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. He's got a high, motor. Stephon, high motor. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised got a if lot of like, Anthony Jim Rat did okay. Yeah, Andrew. Uh, what do you call wait, it? Wait, so are are we getting up on Anthony? Motor. Like, is it done? He's got a good wingspan. Is he, is he gonna get? Is he gonna get shipped <laughs> off? Is he gonna get shipped off, Andrew, before cut down day for like a conditional seven? I don't know, man. I mean, are, he's, what he's do you guys think? Are, are, are we giving up on? Are we giving up on him? Like, is he done? Yeah, he's the next all-pro linebacker for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Anthony and a third-round pick from Malcolm Butler. Who is against this? <laughs> Who would be against this? Are you kidding me? I do that. I do. I that. feel like we'd have to give him a higher draft pick just to take Anthony. <laughs> uh, like we'd, we'd get the draft pick lowered if we don't throw him in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave, outside of Jordan and Okafor, who has the most sacks on the Saints team in 2017? That's a double. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's a double one. Mm. So basically, we had think... two and a half sacks. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be fairly. 
Uh, Fairly at seven and a half, though. You hate you hate Fairly, though. You really do. I don't hate him. You, I, I, I want to be wrong. I want to be Dave, wrong. Dave, you him. hate Fairly. Just admit. I do not. I have Dave, nothing against Kevin, Fairley. Kevin, pipe in here. Does, why do, why, why? do I hate Fairly? Dave con- hates Fairly. Help us out here. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. Yeah. Why do you hate Nick Fairly? I con- don't hate Nick Fairly. I just I know where where this is heading, and it. You guys are going to hate him, too. I'm just hating him sooner than you guys are because I'm a little oh, bit more oh, intelligent. He just admitted it. There you have it. All they need to do is get, they get one more good year out of Fairley, and I'm good with it. Because that means that – I mean, after next year, they can get out of the contract. Um, so, uh, let's see. So, we didn't even answer the question. Who's it going to be, Dave? Yeah. Uh Who's the new linebacker we got? Um, what's his face? Klein. Klein. AJ Klein. That's a terrible answer. I would say Rankins. <laughs> would be, would be, Rankins would be the answer you want. I'm going to um, go Trey Hendrickson. You're an idiot. He's got short. <laughs> he's got short arms. He's like a T-Rex. <laughs> he's, you know, he's got all the power. Yeah, but the, his motor, his hustle. Mo- he somebody somebody some national I forget who it was, uh, or it might have been a local guy. Uh, he uh, he said that uh, Hendrickson was as good of a pick as Ninkovich, and I said that's great. That means he'll be all pro for the New England in 2020, <laughs> and I got blocked. <laughs> and they blocked and they blocked me, which is fair. So I forget it was either uh, the 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 Kazakhstan guy for. Or national guy, I forget. But either way, like they blocked me because I was like, he'll be all pro for for New England in twenty twenty if he's Nigovich. They blocked me, um, which is fair. Oh, that's I mean, harsh. I, but I mean, I just you know, that that was just like Kevin. That's on you. That's on a T. I mean, I had to I had to hit that ball. I had to hit that out of the park. I mean, that was right down the middle. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kevin, who? What? What? WCW wrestler does Anal Zone remind you of? That's from Joe again. Oh, shoot. Why can't I think of his name right now? Okay. Um, One, two, three, Eric, kid. No, er, no, WCW. Eric Watts. Does Who he have flowing hair? Who, yeah, Eric Watts did have, did have some hair going when, when he. Kevin dropped out. He pulled the Dave. World did is this prodigy, and he basically uh, wait. What can y'all not hear me? Yeah, we can't hear you now. You just dropped out for a little bit. Okay, what didn't you hear? I don't like right before prodigy. Uh, he was a prodigy and ended up doing jack shit. <laughs> uh, this is a great question. I guess this is for Dave or Andrew. Uh, with our system corner dreams dead. Can we get a hashtag three safeties t-shirt? <laughs> Dave? That's that's from Lisa, a female listener. Thanks, Lisa. Dave, are you there? Are you muted us? Dave is so offended he can't he's he rendered speechless. Dave. No, I just I you trust me. You wanna you want me to mute myself. <laughs> you do? Oh yeah, because you have the seamstress in the background. Uh, so, so no, Dave, well, he's probably, I'm doing the work. He's, 
He's printing up three sa- hashtag three safety shirts as we, we speak. speak. Yeah, listen, wait, wait, yeah, seriously, here, listen. <laughs> that's the, that's the embroidery machine running right now. It's, embro- it's, it's embroidering the S in, in safety right now. You gotta look at it. Beautiful. So the hashtag's already printed. I like it. It's, it's not printed. We're embro- this shit's too nice. This, this is too good for printing. We had to go embroidery for a much more formal, much more formal look. These puppies ain't going to be cheap. No, no. Uh, no. Uh, this For is an from, extra ten dollars, we'll add your personal monogram. This is from Wallace. What short? What sort of crap should Butler uh, do to make force the trade? Kevin. Wait, wait. Say that. Say what that part so, again. What should? What sort of nonsense should Butler do to force the trade to New Orleans? I'm sorry. That's not from Wallace. That's from Donald. Uh, I think he should go up to Tom Brady and just start saying, hey, uh, Giselle's looking pretty nice. <laughs> I was just saying he should tweet about how hot Giselle is. Like, he should seriously make a pass at Giselle. He'll he'll get shipped. Maybe not to New he'll Orleans, get, but he'll get shipped he'll get, out. He'll get shipped yeah, out. Yeah, he'll to, get shipped out. He'll get if shipped he out to out, Canada. If he wants out, all he's got to do is make a pass at Giselle. This ain't hard. <laughs> And Aaron Hernandez is no longer with us, so he doesn't have to worry about uh, repercussions. Oh, Lord. I was going to say he should tweet about how great Donald Trump is, but apparently, I mean, that'll probably get him a raise in New England. No, that'll get him the extension that he's been wanting. <laughs> right. Yeah, shit, Tom Brady will buy him a watch. They'll be, like, be like, we weren't going to pay you $65 million, but you wore a uh, make, make America Great Again hat, so you're clearly on board. There you go. Um. So yeah, uh, I think that's that's what he could do. He could go all anti-Trump. He could. I think there's a chance. I think there's a probably a fifty-fifty shot that Malcolm Butler gets traded during the year, but not necessarily to New Orleans. Like I could see the Patriots shipping him out on the deadline, and some team being like, "Ah, fuck it, we'll give you a three. We'll give you a three for Malcolm Butler now," and they'll be like, "Well, a three is better than the compensatory three because the compensatory three is like one hundred and five and." Uh, Green Bay needed a corner, and they just offered us potentially pick number eighty. You know, um, but yeah, the, the 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 system corner dreams are just they're dead. People, you just got to roll with uh, hashtag three safeties is where you got to go now. Uh, we didn't do uh, the best cornerback in Saints history, but we're gonna save that because c- come next week, that's when you get into the desert time because then you got no draft and training camp is so so far away. So we'll save that till uh, next week. So uh, that about wraps it. You can go to Saints Nation. Andrew doesn't have any more mock drafts, but he's got uh, pick reviews. What else you got, Andrew? What else you got up there? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll figure something out. And then uh, Canal Street Chronicles. Dave will have a preview column come October. And uh, Kevin will be on the Twitters uh, doing the wrestling and talking about how he's not going to watch the Saints. Kevin, are you just going to follow the Saints on your phone, like the play-by-play box on ESPN? Or are you just going to? Are you just not going to follow it all, and you're just going to wait till Monday, like the olden days, and read the paper and see if they won? Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll be real anxious to see what Peter Finney has to say about everything. Oh Peter my Finney. god. Man, that's all. That's a low blow held, even by our standards, which are very low. So, so you'll just read the box score, really? Yeah. 
I mean, you'll you'll follow Twitter, right? And you'll see us melting down on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, listen, if I'm if I'm if I'm somewhere and I have my phone, yeah, I mean, I'll be on Twitter at the time. But like, if I'm at the gym or whatever, or if I'm, you know, doing something that if if I'm Jesus Christ, I'm taking too long to say this. If, if I have my phone hiking on up me, a yeah, mountain, Twitter. If I'm yeah. not, uh, yeah, if I'm hiking up that that mountain that I always wanted to hike up, then I probably won't be checking. Meditating. Twitter. All right, let me ask you this, Kevin. Okay. You're just hanging out. Like you know, you've decided it's a Sunday. You're not watching football. That's how you roll these days. Dating some vegan girl yeah. that's against yeah. violence. And you walk, you walk into your buddy's house, or she, your your girlfriend's like, "Hey, I, I wanna, I want you to meet one of my friends." You're like, "Yeah, okay. yeah, cool." And the she red brings zone you channels. over. She brings you over to this house, and lo and behold, the Saints are on TV. The red zone and, channel and, in the background. Yeah, red zone channel, and you're you're there. We're going to double box. And and Breeze just throws the most beautiful pass, right in Ted Ginn's basket, bread basket. And he drops it. And he drops it. <laughs> Do you scream at the TV? Do you ask for it to be turned off immediately? Do you turn the other cheek? What happens here? Uh, I probably scream internally, and then I, uh, <laughs> and then I just, and then I just say, "Hey, why are y'all watching this game?" One single, <laughs> one and, single tear just goes down Kevin's cheek. And then, and then somebody can just tell me, "Oh, you know, I kind of like the Saints or whatever." Or say, "Oh, cool." And then I'll just engage in a discussion about Adrian oh, Peterson or for the house. Or oh, so you if, would bring it up. You would bring up AP at this. Or point. Kevin. Or like, yeah. like it if makes company. If you're okay. totally like not watching the Saints and you're like up on the mountain and you're meditating and your phone buzzes and it's like a, an ESPN alert and it's like Adrian Peterson just blew out a tendon. And he's out for the year. Do you immediately stop meditating and turn on your phone and try to watch on your phone from like the highest mountain in Missouri or the hill or whatever, wherever you are? Does it does it end? Like, do like you sprint? Do you sprint to the local bar immediately yeah. to watch the rest of the second half? Is <laughs> is a listen? I think if Adrian Peter, like like I said, if Adrian Peterson is still drawing a check, I'm probably. Uh, not. I'm probably gonna gonna like refrain from from doing that. I'm gonna wait until he's no longer on the team. <laughs> I want that visual of Kevin just running down the mountain. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm back in, you guys. <laughs> for Dave, for Andrew, uh, for Kevin, uh, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. Dave hates Nick Fairley. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.